Good morning, KSL News Time 530. KSL's top story this hour. Utah House is advancing a bill that would end ranked choice voting across the state. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our team coverage Eye on the Hill 2024. Adam? Amanda, the program allowing Utah cities to use ranked choice voting was set to expire in 2026 after the next municipal election cycle next year. However, this bill would end the program early, forcing cities who want to use it, it would end it before next year's municipal elections. Representative Katie Hall is the bill sponsor. These cities that are using it are having an election one year with ranked choice voting, then the next year with regular voting, then the next year with ranked choice voting, etc. This is confusing for voters and leads to disenfranchisement and lower voter confidence. Opponents to the bill, though, are advocating for letting the program play out and to not take away the option from cities that like using the program. It is far from unanimous, but the House did give the bill the thumbs up, 43 to 26. Live Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Lawmakers could put another limit on the role of Utah Attorney General. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston continues our live team coverage. Peter? Tim, Utah currently bars county attorneys and staffers to the Attorney General for doing their own private practice law, but not the Attorney General, according to KSL.com. Some lawmakers want to make that an explicit rule for the AG as well. Representative Andrew Stoddard has a bill that would is has gotten more in support in the wake of Attorney General Sean Reyes' recent scandals, including one accusation that he has acted as a de facto defense lawyer to Tim Ballard's Operation Underground Railroad. It sailed out of its committee on a unanimous vote on Friday, and now it awaits a vote on the Senate floor. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. Lawmakers are trying to ban the sale of flavored e-cigarettes in Utah. The bill, hoping to reduce the number of teenagers vaping, is advancing in the legislature. It would get rid of all flavors except mint, menthol, and tobacco. State survey data shows that sweet and cocktail-flavored products make up nearly 70% of all e-cigarettes used by teenagers. Vape shop owners say the bill could increase the sale of tobacco products. Chaplains could should be, uh, soon be able to volunteer at public schools. KSL News Radio's Michael Committee is live with that story this morning. Michael. Tim, this possibility is thanks to a new bill that is sponsored by a representative from Orem. Now put simply, it would allow volunteer chaplains to serve in public neighborhood and charter schools beginning in the 2025 school year. Now, those who support the bill point to the crucial role chaplains play in other institutions, particularly the military. As you can imagine, there's serious concern that such a move would cross the line between church and state, while also putting the more specialized role of school counselors at risk. For now, the House Education Committee voted in favor of the bill. The House will consider it from here. Reporting live, Michael Commit, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories now. In the wake of the failure of a bipartisan border deal, President Biden is still going over his options, considering major new executive actions to address the border crisis. One thing we're told that he is considering is possibly barring migrants from seeking asylum if they cross illegally between ports of entry, official U.S. ports of entry. So that would make it more restrictive for people claiming asylum. ABC News White House correspondent Karen Travers says the president is eager to show Americans he is taking this issue seriously. In case you missed it yesterday, U.S. spacecraft is back on the moon, but there were some tense moments last night. We are transmitting, and uh, welcome to the moon. After a week-long flight totaling more than 620,000 miles, a 14-foot-tall lunar lander named Odysseus successfully landing on the lunar surface just after 6 p.m. Thursday. Mission Control reporting that the craft is upright and transmitting data. Odysseus, or Odie, is the first U.S.-built spacecraft to land on the moon since 1972. Odie is now at home on the moon's south pole. 
It's the first of many missions NASA has set to explore the area, which is suspected to have ice that could be converted to drinking water or be made into rocket fuel. One scientist described it like uh, teeing off a golf ball in New York and getting a hole-in-one in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. The I difficulty love that. involved. Uh, but they pulled it off. ABC's uh, Andrew Dimbert uh, says the navigation system used to guide the lander to the surface wasn't working, and it took several minutes to get communication from the lander after it arrived. Wow. We have First look traffic now. So we go back over to you, Andy. Amanda, a cruiser now on the scene of this vehicle fire on westbound I-215. It really is right where that 280 east on-ramp, kind of by Fashion Place Mall, right where it would get ready to merge to the main flow and become the exit to, to I-15. So traffic heading westbound is going to have to move to the left. And then if they want to get onto I-15, then they can go back to the right to get around it. Thankfully, traffic is so light early on, it hasn't caused much of a backup. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. AT&T says it has restored cell service after yesterday's widespread outage, and the cause of all the problems was a computer software update. Finally, after hours last night, AT&T confirms that this was not the result of some sort of malicious or nefarious action, not a cyber attack. It was a software problem that somebody did something with the software, with the updating, moving back and forth. They say it was purely a software glitch. It was resolved and they are working to make sure that everything is fixed and doesn't happen again. ABC investigative reporter Josh Margolin says the outage impacted tens of thousands of customers in cities, including New York, Houston and Chicago. Millions of dollars were lost in scams last year. KSL News Radio's Emma Keddington has more. A new LendingTree report says Utah lost $55 million to fraud in 2023. LendingTree's chief analyst Mike Schultz says right now, very little about our lives isn't digitized and accessible online. That leaves our personal information more vulnerable than ever. Imposter scams accounted for a third of scams in Utah, and they're characterized by people posing as a bank, the IRS, or a big business. The other is investment fraud, where someone is tricked to invest money into something that isn't legitimate. Schultz says the best way to avoid these scams is to remain skeptical. Utah's educating more college students than any other state. New research has revealed the Beehive State has highest university enrollment this academic year, with 6.83% of the state's residents enrolled in 2023. Personal finance experts Wealth of Geeks analyzed data from the National Student Clearinghouse on the number of undergraduates across the U.S. who started a degree in 2023. Results show out of 3.4 million citizens, 230,980 enrolled in Utah, an increase of 4.3% from 2022. Alaska is last with only 2.39% of its population enrolled. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. A former Granite School District bus driver accused of lighting fires on the bus is expected in court today. Michael Ford is facing two federal counts of arson related charges on top of the 10 he's already facing here in Utah. Police say he is connected to at least eight fires over the past few years. 